how are you? Welcome along to episode two of Play Next, brought to you by me, Edith Bowman, and created in partnership with BMW. Thank you so much. If you've already subscribed, we will be dropping a new episode every Wednesday throughout summer and beyond. So do hit that subscribe button if you'd like to hear our wonderful exploration into music every week without you having to do anything. So listen, we've got a corker of a podcast today. I've got three of the hottest tracks from new breakthrough acts. I'll be having a chat with one of the most exciting singer-songwriters to come out of Barbados in recent years. And wait for it, I am in conversation with an absolute stone-cold legend of music. A man who has won multiple Grammys, Brit, Golden Globe Awards and even an Oscar. Now, I don't use the word genius lightly, but I'll make an exception for Mr. Hans Zimmer. But let's start with something new. The first track I want to play for you today is by a woman who's been DJing in London for a while and who played keyboards for a band that I loved. I think I saw them like about maybe about five or six times. New Young Pony Club. She's now doing her own solo electro pop thing. She's called Lou Hater. And this is My Baby Just Cares For Me. Sweat, 
just cares for me. Lou Hater and my baby just cares for me. I think it's got a proper groove that. Hard not to dance along, even maybe a bit of chair dancing like I'm doing right now. Such a simple track, but I think it really cuts through. Next, I've got a soulful track which mixes up some jazz and some rap from an act called The Gem featuring Sage. This is Black Pepper. From the heart of my soul, deep down on below, I've seen many things to make a man cry. The heart of my soul, I am taking you below into what you will never see before. The heart, the heart, from the heart. Times get harder and harder in this city We out here, can't trust no one, they bring pity You wouldn't believe what some people do for a quick pinky Searching for warmth, you're stuck in the coldest part You never told you in Babylon, but you know you are At night, get back and stare up at the lonely stars Amazed that I quickly one's dreams can get blown apart It's messed up, but the truth's in the reality Segregated artwork, what hurts is how can it be? We got some not finishing their plates And others saving up all week for a can of beans Twisted up his buckets Afraid there's a way out of this mess without buckets Find peace knowing we're all in this together No, my soul will last forever when I'm standing with my brothers Down on below I've seen many things to make a man cry In the heart of my soul I am taking you below Into what you have never seen before In the heart of my soul Deep down on below I've seen many things to make a man cry In the heart of my soul I'm taking you below Into what you have never seen before From the heart Strike strong, blind, walk forward No sight, just sense light and move forward This light gets searched across earth's four corners But look no further than self with your torches Wise, always have been from early Travel externally but walking inward journey Food comes bad when there's monsters in the lurking And make you worthless for they help up the missing person Close eyes and watch time stand still Drift out till you can't decide what's real Come back, rule the number, powers of the gods No longer batting eyelids and post hours off the clock I wonder what happened to all the love These days less aid, more forward much Shame so few work from right on wrong It's like there's nobody home of all the lights to run stuff from the gem there featuring sage i can't wait to hear what they do next it's brilliant isn't it when a track takes an unexpected direction sounds really fresh and catchy now i hope you like the music we're bringing you here on play next remember we've got two great interviews coming your way one with an artist who's just starting out her name's Roro, and i'll introduce you to her in a minute and one with a man who's done well pretty much everything there is to do in the world of composition the one and only 
Hans Zimmer. But before all that, more new music. Now, this one's from indie four-piece Cucamaras. Having played across the north of England just months after forming, this band knows how to fill a dance floor. Here they are with their new track, Keep It Cool. There's so much, I think, that you can recognise in that track about the Strokes, Libertines, Arctics, maybe a bit of Franz, but it still sounds really relevant and exciting. I love it. Now, they're from around Nottingham and Sheffield and started playing around the north of England not long after forming, and I'd definitely love to watch them right now. Another one, I guess, to add to the list. You're listening to Play Next, brought to you in partnership with BMW with me, Edith Bowman. Now, I hope you're enjoying the music. And remember, coming up, I'll be in conversation with the absolute maestro of film composition, Hans Zimmer. But first, I want to take you to Barbados to meet a singer-songwriter whose voice has been described as refreshing, like the first mimosa on a Saturday. Now, I'm thoroughly impressed with everything that she's doing and that she's released so far. It's a wonderful eclectic mix of rhythms and influences. Her name's Roro, and I had a total blast getting to spend time with her to find out a little bit more about her creative process. Roro, how are you? Thank you so much for joining us on Play Next. Where do we find you in the world? I'm in Barbados. Has Barbados always been home for you? Yeah, I've never lived anywhere else. And I think probably coming to London was one of the first few times I've ever been away. <laughs> yeah. Was it was it easy for you to, when you started making music, to kind of navigate and find your sound and find, because 
I mean, I love how with, with mine, for example, it's a brilliant pop record. And then you have Dance with the Devil, which has got this fantastic kind of R&B flavor to it. And then Black Palace of Me is extraordinary. It is an incredible piece of music. And the lyrics are fantastic. Talk about being a great storyteller. That's another thing I think that you is very apparent quickly with you. Has that been an easy side for you to, you know, to work towards, to be able to kind of get it down in lyrical form and deliver it that way? Well, it hasn't been easy at all, at all, because honestly, I've never been a writer before I've been traveling to London. So until my manager just put me in a room and said, you know, like, let's make some music (laughs) and see what happens, right? I mean, each song is really, really different, but I can tell you this about Palace of Me. When I first heard the beat, it was just me and my manager. And like, when I first heard the first note on it, I kept saying to myself, black boys in college made me want to hug their mamas. And I literally just was stuck with this line. And I was like, where am I possibly going with this? Like, what is going to happen? What does black boys in college make me want to hug their mamas have to do with anything in the world right now? A lot. And it's like, I was really, <laughs> I was really because I didn't really want to write on anything so heavy or be so vulnerable in my music and so it really really took my manager like pushing me telling me like no like don't hold yourself back just like go there mm-hmm. and I promise you it's like the lyrics kind of just came out by themselves black boys and collars make me want to hug their mamas men and daughters can we give them more applauses it's real important what we feed into the masses it's not the same if you've been taking different classes so it was really really like a moment for me in terms of just letting go of a song and just letting it be versus trying to say well maybe this doesn't feel like me or i'm not really ready to touch these types of topics yet i really just let it go just doing what the music tells me to do that's (laughs) that's how i feel like it happened well that's a really important skill to have is to listen isn't it Uh, you know in 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 life really i think it's a really Mm -hmm. important skill and patience patience I think patience like you I think I never really want to rush it all the time because I'm really nervous because I want to ruin it I'm like I'm gonna listen to you beat and you're gonna tell me what you want me to do <laughs> and we gonna we gonna get it done <laughs> love that I love it it's like a, a character with its own narrative it's amazing I'm desperate to see you live and I know that we're kind of you know we're curtailed with that experience at the minute and that we can't watch live music um, apart from on the internet, but um, it's preventing everybody. I know. Have you found it a creative process though? Because a lot of people are, 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 are you know, are finding it a way of encouraging them to be, you know, creative and and write or record and stuff. Have you found that? I mean, I recently just gotten back into the studio trying to do some stuff, but it hasn't been um, very creative for me because I'm away from honestly everything that feeds me. Yep. It's like there's no experiences, there's nothing touching me or hitting me. And, you know, TV is hella boring right now. I've watched everything on Netflix. (laughs) Like, I'm so over it, you know? It's like, I know everybody wants to say that, you know, you should spend this time and use it wisely. But it's like, no, I'm going crazy. I promise. (laughs) Let me me get into the studio with everybody and make some new tunes. Um, It's ridiculous. I'm ready. I'm so ready. I can tell. (laughs) Can you um, talk me through um, Moods Forever and the kind of, you know, the growth and the the, uh, the development of that track and where it came from? It's like the the energy that I have around all my friends. And like, I really just wanted... something for my friends to enjoy that would remind them that, you know, I love you guys and the time we spend together doesn't count for nothing. And 
I hope that it's the type of song that brings a lot of people closer and just realize that, you know, even though you're down or whatever, it's like, you know, you still come together with your friends or you still do things that make yourself happy. And that's like a mood forever. And you're going to always have that mood. Um, I think it was a long time in the making. Honestly, it got mixed and mastered a couple times and we sent it to this other producer. His name is Sheriff and he's from Trinidad and he definitely gave it like a little flair that it didn't have before this drum bass and stuff like that. It was just, this is one of my first few songs that I knew I was just like, this is, this is my favorite song ever. Oh, wow. <laughs> Are you are you quite critical of yourself then? I am, but I just feel as though that's only because like the standard the standard has already been set for me <laughs> in terms of like I want to be like Lauren Hill, I want to be like freaking <laughs> Erica Badu, I want to be like all those people, and it's like those are people who to this day you still can't please. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, so yeah, it's like I'm critical because I do want to just give it my best, and I feel as if there was a point in time where I didn't think this highly of my or my skill and it's like no I just I want it to be what I want it to be because it can be that great attitude <laughs> you know it can yeah. be I love it that self-belief great attitude <laughs> thinking you got some tattoos of the ladies you mentioned as well yeah i have a tattoo of lauren hill erica badu nina simona etta james and i feel as if those are like the four women who have just like paved the way for everything that is being a woman in the industry and like building your career not selling yourself short you know having a family and just like speaking your truth all the time you know and just like letting people know you know this is what we do and we gonna be all right <laughs> talking about you know the, these incredible women in music and and you now joining that that brilliant kind of you know collection of people how have you found that experience of being a woman in the music industry i don't know how far deep into my career as a woman that I've been so far because I've just been surrounded by a bunch of great guys. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really, really hard because it's like, I see how much they really protect me and they look out for me and, you know, they make sure that we go, we go at it the right way. Yeah. But at the same time, what I would say is that there aren't many women in the industry at all. So it's like there's no place to like seek that safe haven or feel like you could talk to like more people, you know, more females like you or anything. So I definitely do think that's where something is missing. Yeah. Because there needs there need to be more women in control, you know. Yeah, totally. What um musically, um now, apart from, you know, putting your your fantastic stuff aside, what's exciting you musically at the minute? Is there anything or anyone particularly that, that you're, you're, you kind of got on loop, you, you can't stop listening to? Oh, late, I've been listening to a whole bunch of reggae music now because I think it is... <laughs> I think the world is polluted a little bit with too much of like trap music and all that stuff. And just in terms of, I like real music, like live instruments and all that type of stuff. So it's like when I listen to reggae music, it sounds very pure to me versus hearing everything else that I hear on the radio. So it's like, I just listen to a bunch of Leela Ikes and Kofi and Savannah. I listen to Jada Kingdoms and yeah. 
those artists right now. That's <laughs> a, Nates, all that type of stuff. <laughs> that's a great, that's a great um, playlist. That's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And so really interesting, you know, notion about what you say about the, you know, hearing instruments, because um, I think that the emotion that they can convey are, are just, you can't replicate that. Yeah, and it's missing. It really feels like it's missing from music mm, right yeah. now. Um, listen, I'm really excited to hear what's next. I mean, uh, you know, these 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 tracks that we have from you so far, um, you know, uh, have you have you got plans to you know, to kind of go down that traditional route of album and, and all that kind of thing? Is that the sort of, you know, what's the what's the kind of long-term plan? Do you have one? Well, I definitely still think that I'm testing the waters, but my whole EP is about to be finished when this next song, my next single comes out, which is called Mood Forever, and that is going to complete the EP. So I'm excited for that. I've got like a bunch of little live shows of me singing a couple of my songs. So there's that to look forward to. And then after this, I think maybe I'm going to put out more music, just more of what I want, I would say. Like I have a mix, a mixtape coming up and it's going to be a lot of music just to reflect me and where I come from and just like present something new to people and some really singy, singy stuff that I love. has a lovely, a bunch of lovely instruments on it. And I'm really excited for it, to be honest. Oh, that, I'm so glad to hear that. That's really exciting. Thank you so much for your time today. It's a real treat to to get to know you a bit better as well. And and yeah, keep doing what you're doing because what you've done so far is awesome. Thanks, Roro. Thank you. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the wonderful Roro. Isn't she adorable? Well, this is her latest release, Mood Forever. Get you ready now for take that. Feel the vibe and everything now. Mood forever. One night you're for Maxi Presta. I know. Put on your tight dress and high high heels. I know. And take it somewhere that you've never been before. Mood forever. Now watch my face. Me got the trees on the base. Me tell them give me a little space and watch me light that lighter. Now I've no rent to pay the money. I've spent me no me now go book again. Me lighter, lighter. We taking pictures now 'cause memories fade. We nice enough, you know we had enough today. Bring me handy my way. Ten twenty high grade, ten twenty high grade. The girl I watch the pretty face when the blush I look away. Yes, with the touch of attitude, just imagine all. The girl I watch the pretty face when the blush I look away. Yes, with the attitude, just imagine all. She gets you ready now for take her. Feel the vibe and everything. No mountain strife could ever end. Mood forever. One night you're late for Maxi Freestyle. Put on your tight dress and high high heels. I know it take you somewhere that you never been before. Mood forever. Yes, all the rest go on so funny. Then the body always steady. Like tsunami, watch it wet up, wet up. See how you have the time to study. Everybody was the whining and the party never better, better. We making history 'cause memories fade. Nice and up, you know we had enough today. Bring me handy my way, ten twenty my way, ten twenty my way. The girl I watch the pretty face when the blush is like a yes, with the touch of attitude, just imagine now. The girl I watch the every day, so I got a little yes, with the touch of 
the attitude is just too much, you know. She gets you ready now for tether. Feel the vibe and everything. No more to shy could ever end. Oh, forever. One night you're late for Maxi Freestyle. I know. Put on your tight dress and high, high heels. I know. You take it somewhere that you've never been before. That was Mood Forever from Roro. And I loved in the interview how she talked a lot about friends and how they are obviously a great resource of not only inspiration, but truth for her, which is such an important thing to have as a new artist. If you enjoyed that, I've got another track you might like in a little while, but I'm going to make you wait for that. I promise it will be well worth it. But right now, I'm joined by royalty. The music of Hans Zimmer will have moved you at some point in your life, whether you're aware of it or not. He's one of the most accomplished and respected composers in the world today, from animation, feature films, TV shows, not forgetting those incredible David Attenborough nature programmes. He's done it all for years. The enthusiasm he exudes for his craft is infectious. You can tell how much he loves what he does, but you can also tell how much he's interested in pushing boundaries, working out new and innovative ways of working with music and the moving image. So when I got the chance to talk to Hans for this podcast, I thought it was a great opportunity to talk about innovation, technology, creativity, humanity. Oh yeah, we went deep. Here he is. And Zimmer, thank you so much for your time, sir. How do we find you? Are you well? I am very well. I'm, uh, you know, look, these days to be well means, you know, you're safe at home, you're, 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 you're wearing your mask, you're not surrounded by people who are not wearing their mask and uh, you, ha- you still have a job and you have time to be creative. You you know, if we were to kind of um, sort of start a conversation looking at all your your compositions and talk through them. It would take us days to do that. But one thing that I wanted to I've talk to you about was... to write them. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, one of the things that I love, the many things that I love about the, the, the way that you work is that you, you, you really embrace technology and innovation and, and it's something that from, from the outside looking in that you, you really like to explore. Would you agree? Is it something that you kind of like to work with and has that changed a lot since you started composing? Okay, so I started in the last century, the 20th century, you know, late 70s. I mean, computers were starting to happen and people were using it for word processing and I thought... Hang on a second. You know, music seems to sort of take place in a grid and seems, you know, there's a, some predictable things that are happening that you can't actually really express in musical notation. And computers could be much better at it. So, so I just sort of used them the wrong way. <laughs> they were a brilliant tool to go and be my servant and my orchestra and my whatever, you know, whatever I wanted to try to do. Yeah, it almost breaks down the DNA of a note in a way, doesn't it? Absolutely, and that's, exa- that's, that's a great way of putting it. You know, I can get right into the molecules of this note. <laughs> you know, the, the, the other thing is, 
and I think it's sort of interesting. And I, I noticed this a lot, like on stuff on the Chris Nolan movies, where I would do these absolutely perfect demos, and then we'd go and record it with an orchestra. And the the orchestra, by its nature, generalizes the the thought and the emotion, and that can be great. You know, it 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 makes it everybody's. It makes it everybody's feeling going in one direction. But the demo, which is just me playing every note by myself, is absolute a direct communication between what 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 I intend and what comes out at the other end. And you know, sometimes we record the orchestra and not use it, and sometimes you know go back to just hands playing all the parts. <laughs> well, when you look at something like um, Interstellar as an example, and and the kind of almost the not just the heart of the score of that film, but very much the heart of the film came from your exploration from a small piece of writing that Christopher gave you and the connection you had with with creating something on a, a church organ. Uh, well, yeah, and you know, and, and if you think, I mean, I mean, my thing was, so by the 17th century, the church organ was basically complete in its design. And it, it was the most complex technological achievement that mankind had made and it was in the service of music which i thought was pretty cool <laughs> and it and and it wasn't until the telephone exchange that man built something more complex technologically than the church song so i thought well there's some longevity and you know like if, if if you if you went round and bought yourself your church organ you you weren't going to regret it because there was a new one next week you know <laughs> and it was redundant um so some technology actually lasts. I love that notion that, you know, we think of, of technology as kind of revolving around gadgets and computers and things, but the idea that a, that a church organ was the most kind of technologically advanced piece of machinery at a time is extraordinary to think about. Absolutely. For me, the design criteria of good technology is always it should work the way you expect it to work. You know, so, so that there's a human connection straight away. And, and I think that's, the, I mean, I think that's always been the secret of great design, you know, that, that whoever is designing it realizes that he's designing something for people. What's your favorite thing that you've, you've, you've kind of created then? Well, it's, um, we, we built this sampler. In other words, we built something that can, that can play back the orchestra. In this moment of coronavirus, it's coming in well handy, trust me. <laughs> uh, um, you know, and, and I, I, I'm forever wor working on, have this moral duty to, to try to keep the orchestras alive, to try to um, make sure that my friends in the orchestra can play, the, uh, can pay their mortgages, can play their instruments, and mm. et cetera, et cetera. You know, but at the same time, in this moment of crisis, you know, I, I can use the te technology to bridge that gap. Mm -hmm. Because it's, it, trust me, it's really complicated recording an orchestra at the moment. <laughs> and it doesn't sound that good. So if you have 32 violins all sitting together, they're moving air at the same time, right? So you want them really close to each other so that they can move the air, uh, you know, equally. Um, as soon as you spread them out, you know, in, in, so, so that they don't get sick on you, um, yeah. The sound changes. When you have the opportunity with something like, you know, the original Lion King, um, for, of course, which you won an Academy Award, and then you get the chance to revisit that film again with the music, how had your 
composing differed in terms of how you compose between, you know, having that sort of same story but told in two very different ways over a you know, number of years apart? You know, first Lion King, I mean, let's just be honest, I had a miserable budget because nobody believed in it. Nobody thought it was going to do anything. Um, <laughs> the, the, the other thing is I, I always thought, you know, one of the things, other than my friend Levo, uh, Levo M, you know, who's, uh, you know, that voice at the beginning of yeah. the movie, who is truly from Africa and the choirs we did in Africa, um, I felt I sort of owed that story to Africa a bit more. I felt I owed that story a bit more to African American musicians. So we um, we put an orchestra together that that was fabulously balanced, you know, in in, in culture and everything, um, and and that was just a sheer joy. I mean, that that was great. I, I mean, the original Lion King was recorded two weeks before the, you know, that general election where the ANC finally mm. won and where uh, Mandela was released from prison and everything changed. But in those two weeks before, there was a civil war raging. And the studio was the choirs. You know, nobody ever wanted to leave that studio. I mean, they were very young, the singers. And in the studio was music and music was sanity and music was peace. And... So they'd start at 11 o'clock in the morning. It's supposed to finish at 7, you know. And by 11 o'clock at night, they're still going at midnight. You know, nobody wanted to go home. Nobody wanted... Because out there was carnage. So th- th- there's, there, was some, there was something important about that. It changed, you know. It, it, it was done at a moment which changed yeah. the world. I think it kind of reiterates as well the kind of the importance of of the human kind of interaction within music for that real, you know, technology is all well and great in terms of, of what it, it allows, you know, the the creative side to do. But somewhere along that journey, there has to be human, fundamental kind of human interaction with that, that creation, I think, as well. But it's all technology. You know, a violin is technology of its time. And, and, and the important thing is not to be intimidated by technology and, and to be careful as well. You know, don't, don't get technology that doesn't suit you, because at the end of the day, all technology these days you know, relies on microprocessors and it relies on people writing code. And inevitably, what you do is you buy part of the personality of the person who wrote the code, um, the, because you, can, you can't help it. You know, if you're writing code, you're going to put something of yourself into this thing. You know, like I like meeting the people who are writing the code. I like meeting the people who are building the technology because I want to see if I if I actually want to hang out with them and, you know, have dinner with them. And, you know, do, do you mean? It's like, if we get on, if we don't get on, I know I won't get on with, with, with whatever, you know, and it's not a criticism. It's just, it's just you know, it's just yeah. a different thing. Right? I think another brilliant thing that you do is the way that you, um, you know, you encourage new composers and you support new composers and you, you very much, you know, kind of push them in the direction of things as well. And, you know, it would, it would take me a long time to list the names of people that you have, have brought through the ranks and encouraged as well. But that feels like it's a very important part of what you do. Well, because people gave me a, gave me a chance. It's, it's tough. You know, look, for the musician's life is you struggle and you, you know, try to break down doors and you're 
do whatever to get the job, that then you cannot sleep and you, you work through the night and you never have a weekend off and you never have a holiday or anything like this to do the job, just to end up at exactly the same place to get the next job where you're, where you're struggling and fighting and you're working just as hard to get the next job. And one of the things, and this is back to technology, one of the things which really bugged me was that unless you had a certain amount of money in the bank, you couldn't compete. You, could, you really couldn't compete. And you needed to go and uh, buy a synthesizer or whatever. I, I don't know. It doesn't matter what it is. You know, they, and I, I just believed that everybody should have access to the same, to, uh, same bits of technology. Plus, the other thing that happens, that inevitably happens, is people come out of these music schools and they come, come to us and they have no idea about the real world. You know, real world, how it works. You know, how the technology works, how the music, how the business side works, how, um, how, how you actually survive a movie, you know, because there's a lot of that going on. It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's not that easy, you know. Um, you know, not the, not so much the politics, but you know, you know, when, when is it, when is it the right time to say to the director, you know, something that scene, maybe you should have another look at it because yeah. it's, <laughs> yeah, uh, we can help you, yeah. and you need yeah, yeah, some totally. help. Um, what a lot of people might not know is that you put an extraordinary amount of work into creating a real humanity um, element behind the sound of the new BMW hybrid. Okay, well, back to the technology thing. My friend Renzo Vitale, who's really the you know the, the main sound designer at BMW, and I, we sort of got together to start doing sound design for electric cars because you know other than the all the all the obvious things, you know, it's like <laughs> it's a silent car and that's a little bit dangerous, you know. Mm -hmm. You might run over a couple of squirrels and a couple of grannies on the way, <laughs> uh, but that wasn't the point. The, the the point for me was, I, I just kept thinking about life, life and how to survive it. And you know, most people, you know, it's like a it's like a grey November morning. You know, you're a bit miserable and you're supposed to get to work, etc. You're going downstairs and you start your car. And I just thought, if the first thing it does is it plays a beautiful note for you, just something that puts a smile on your face. So, so I thought, you know, how can, I, I, I want to make this your best friend. <laughs> Technology, uh, the, the more advanced it gets, the further away from humanity it can become. And maybe there is a way with the secret language of sound that we can bring it closer to you, you know, closer to, to people again. Listen, we're about to run out of time. I could chat to you for absolutely hours, but I wanted to ask because, I mean, it's a weird question, but what's the most unique thing that you've been asked to compose music for? I think in my, my early days um, in the jingle business, um, can you make the sound of an avocado? Uh, that's that's what I always remember. What do you mean? What are you? Um, they were quite serious. Um, that's that's when I gave up my career in advertising. Um, Hans, it's great to see you looking so well. And and thank and, you, Ditto. You too. Yeah, and wonderful to talk to you as always. And I look forward to seeing you in person, whether that is you know from afar watching you with your wonderful orchestra or listening to your 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 music on on the next film as well. So thank you so much for your time. Brilliant. Cheers. I could talk to Hans for hours.
And I nearly did. Hopefully we get to do it again soon. So that's nearly it for another episode of Play Next, brought to you in partnership with BMW. I hope you like what you've heard and there's plenty more to come next week. I'll leave you with the track with a really fresh sound. I'll tell you a bit more about AK Paul after we play you this track. It's called Be Honest. I wanted to know. I wanted to know. I want you to.
good, isn't it? Did you think it too? A little kind of element of Prince in there. So good, isn't it? That's the brother of J-Po, A-K-Po. And I don't know, I just think it's a fantastic piece of music. It's really clever. The production's exciting. It feels like it's doing something different, but still feels very connected. Very excited to see what A-K-Po does next. Listen, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Play Next. We're back next week with more tunes and artists that deserve your attention. Don't forget to hit subscribe and we would love it if you would rate and review us too. Until next time, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.